Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And good evening, wrestling fans. Unfortunately, we open on a uh, sad note this week. Um, on Wednesday night, Steve Richardson, a.k.a. Puppet the Psycho Dwarf, who was somebody that I actually worked with um, back in the uh, mid-'90s, uh, suddenly passed away at his home. Um, said sad thing. We've lost so many of our guys this year. It's... Uh, it's been it's been really really rough, um, but anyway, welcome to live from the Dean's Den. Steve Kane, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, here, and joining me tonight, uh, our good friend from uh, SportsKita.com, Lee Walker. Lee, hey, glad to have you with me, my friend. Hey, always uh, glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Hey, you got it, you got it, brother. All right, well, let's go ahead and. Uh, Let's get off uh, onto onto a uh, little more uh, let's uh, let's say pleasant things here, um, and start off. We're going to start off actually uh, talking a little bit uh, of uh, NXT UK, and they're of course just gotten back into uh, production and broadcasting. And they're getting ready to um, do their do their next big program, which is being called the Heritage Cup. And this one, they are going old old school, and I mean British old school which means that uh, they're going back to the way that uh, wrestling was in the 60s and the 70s over there, and they're going to be fought on a, on a round system. I, for one, am looking forward to it. I really am. I, I'll tell you, this, yeah. I have not really been exposed to a lot of NXT UK. Um, I think, as you know, my like my work schedule and stuff, it makes it hard to catch everything. And um, but you know what I have seen from NXT UK, I've liked. Uh, I I like 
the technical style, like the Bret Hart, the you know the Hart family and themselves, uh, in, in that style, right. you know Lance, you know Lance Storm, very great technical wrestler. Dean Malenko, great technical wrestler. Gentleman Chris Adams, oh, technical gotcha. wrestler. In, in that style, mm-hmm. you know William Regal, technical wrestler. That style of wrestling yep. always appeased to me. Uh, one because I was an amateur wrestler growing up, but. Over in, in the UK, it's a, it's a huge, you know, the technical style is awesome, you know, and they don't get me wrong, they love all styles of wrestling, but you tend to see more technical wrestling. And in that 60s and 70s, that era, that was technical wrestling. So it's going to be really yeah. interesting to see how some of their performers – you know, make the gradual switch over because not everyone over there does the technical wrestling, but it, it'll be interesting to, to see it. I understand they're going to have a whole new, uh, whole new layout for the, the show in itself. And uh, I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Especially since yeah. we saw well, even... that a lot of the, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that a lot of the NXT UK guys were called out during the, um, the women's movement there with, you know, the sexual assaults and everything, right. you know, the speaking out movement. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out since WWE did mm-hmm. fire some of the wrestlers that were called out. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be, um, as far as, um, talent, well, as far as talent goes, um, this is who they this is who they have right now. Um, they've got uh, Flash Morgan Webster, Noam Dar, Alexander Wolf, A Kid, Dave Mastiff, Joseph Connors, and Trent Seven. Um, now they haven't said as far as whether there will be a uh, um, a bigger prize in store, such as. Uh, say, a uh, NXT UK title match and that. But, um, you know, a, a quick explanation of the uh, of the British system from this time, which, like I say, is old, old school. This is the stuff that uh, Johnny Saint, who is the uh, NXT UK commissioner, this is the style that he fought under back in the day. Um, it's two out of three falls. For six rounds, and each round is three minutes. There's a uh, twenty-second break between rounds, and the fall can either be gained by pinfall, submission, or countout. If there's a disqualification or a knockout, and yes, they they actually they actually count knockouts in British wrestling. And that ends the match right then and there, regardless of what fall it is. Um, And then whoever scores two falls or has a point advantage. And uh, if I'm remembering right, it's a, it's a five point system. Um, And so whoever has the point advantage or scores two falls before before the match is over is the winner and will um, go on to the uh, next stage of the, of the tournament. 
So, and now this is something now actually actually here for a while, Lee. Um, there was a promotion which was actually owned and operated by a uh, friend of mine called uh, AWF, and it was uh-huh. it was run out of uh, Minneapolis, uh-huh. and they. And they actually they actually wrestled under the round under the round system, oh, which no was definitely, of course, quite unusual quite unusual for American audiences. Um, I'm not I'm not sure who all uh, even still still remembers AWF, um, but uh, there was there was a lot there was a lot of guys that. Um, were brought in. Um, Hacksaw Duggan, Chris Adams was uh, brought into it. Uh, Tito Santana. Um, he spent a lot of he spent a lot of money. <laughs> that's, let's, let's just put it this way: he spent a lot of money, and um, some of that money came from uh, let's say some questionable sources, and he had to. Uh, take off for for a while because of that so that's that is that is that and uh so um we'll just we'll just we'll just leave we'll just leave that part of it as is <laughs> and not and not go any further <laughs> so um So okay, so let's see here. Um, of course, now uh, we know WrestleMania week. A lot of a lot of shows got uh, you know canceled out because, of course, everything everything canceled out for um, <clears throat> for the uh, with uh, the COVID. But. Um, they're starting. They're starting to bring them back, and um, Game Changer is actually, actually going to actually going to be running a lot of these a lot of these shows out of uh, Indianapolis. They can do. They can do. Have a few more people in the you know in the in the audience over there, as opposed, I guess, to Florida or wherever else. I don't know why, but you now it is. But um, yeah, but they've um, they've announced um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, which if you're if you're wondering, for those of you who wonder um, where Raw Underground came from, they directly stole Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. <laughs> It's the, I mean, it's the exact same thing. Ring without ropes and knockout or submission. So, um, so far, um, they they've announced they've announced uh, two participants. Last week it was uh, Josh Alexander from uh, Impact, former tag team champions North, and just uh, today. It was announced that uh, Homicide from uh, LAX, 
going to be, excuse me, is uh, is Anders into uh, into Bloodsport three? Huh. Um, I don't know. I yeah yeah. We've had we've had uh, we've had Homicide on. He's a great guy. Love love him to death. Really really super nice guy. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely peaked to uh, see what uh, see what happens with this one. Um, the whole the whole um, show is called uh, called the Collective. They're so they're putting out. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the shows that were that like I say were canceled from that um, they're gonna um, so they're um, going on here they uh, black label pro as uh, is uh, gonna be is also going to be running um, they, it was what the show that was supposed to be called Threat Level Midnight is now being called Threat Level Noon, and that will happen um, at noon on, on October 11th over there. And um, there, and for and um, big the big match on that one, um, they're gonna they're going to have. Um, from Team Filthy, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler and Eric Stevens, and wait until you hear who their team who they're teamed up to face. You're gonna love this. Heath and Fred Rosser, aka Darren Young. Ah, oh, no kidding. There's a name I haven't heard in a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fred's uh, Fred's just really getting back. Um, he's uh, he's also doing that uh, um, New Japan show that is uh, being uh, recorded in uh, L.A. at the uh, at the dojo out there for uh, NJPW World. So he's just so starting to uh, get back into um, into into the full time uh, actual actual competition. And so here he is now teaming up with uh, Heath, formerly Heath Slater, and it'd be that. That's what I'd love to. I'd love to see because I want to see, you know, I mean, see Heath all the time. But it's been a long time since you've seen Rosser, so it'll be interesting to see how he see how he comes out for for that for that particular one. Um, and then, um, and then, uh, now on Friday, the, on Friday the 9th, they're going to have, um, for the culture, which is going to be there, which is going to be all wrestlers of color. And. They're, and they just and they just announced for uh, for this one that uh, Trey Miguel from uh, the Rascals is going to be facing off, and I'm I'm so happy to see that uh, he's actually getting back. He's going to get back out, and get in the ring. JTG. Oh, 
Now, yes, yes, yeah. So I think this is. I think this is going to be. Um, this is going to be his first um, match. Well, let's see here. Okay. Well, this will actually be his second match. He uh, he uh, faced Brian Cage at uh, Violence X Sufferings No Justice No Peace event. But um, he'll be. But so this so this will be like his second match since uh, Shad Gaspar's. Uh, tragic death so um, uh, yeah it's so that i it's it's gonna be fascinating i i mean i love i love the concept of uh of um for the culture yeah. now i mean 100%. like i say every you know hundred i mean when I, I mean when i saw it originally at first i wasn't sure about the name because of course that was um during that uh, time when uh, ACH was uh, coming out against uh, everything that Vince was doing to him, and on and it, at his tweets were he was always hashtagging them for the culture, and there was a lot of controversy going on at that point. And it was like, okay, I'm not sure about about going ahead with that particular name now. Now I'm all for it. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be uh, really good. Um, now uh, let's see here. Southern Underground Pro will uh, also be running that uh, on that Friday. Um, they'll do a they'll do a um, a four o'clock show. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know as far as what type of crowd they're going to draw at a 4 p.m. I mean, you know, again, I understand limited, that type of, that type of thing, but um, they're going to, but uh, they're going to have um, the headline match, A.C. Mack um, defending his uh, uh, Bone Storm Championship against one called Manders. Um, And Manders and Manders has wrestled in uh, uh, Beyond Wrestling, Warrior Wrestling. Which we'll talk about a little bit uh, a little bit later. Um, and of course, GCW. Uh, Alley Cat takes on uh, Davian. O'Shea Edwards will be taking on. Um, well, he's no he's he's being billed here as Jake something. He's of course known to uh Impact fans as uh cousin Jake from the Deaners. Um Eric Stevens uh takes on Brett Ison, Violence is Forever takes on to Infinity and Beyond, and uh Nolan Edwards takes on uh AJ Gray. Hmm. And Infinity and Beyond, I know that. And team. then, what's that? But Infinity and Beyond, I know that team. I'm just trying to put okay. my finger on. Oh, else. well, okay, let me, let me. I'm just trying to put my finger on where else I've heard. I'll tell you what. Let me. Problem. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me. Let me. Let me. Pop back. Get their. Get their names. Uh, 
<clears throat> Colin Delaney and Cheech Hernandez. That's why. That's if why. That helps. Cheech and Colin Delaney. That's why. Colin's former uh, ECW, the revamped version. That's why I know. I've seen the, I've seen yeah, those guys yeah, quite WWE a bit. WCW. Yeah. Good good team. I've seen them live at oh. uh, Excite Wrestling in Binghamton, New York. Good team. Mm, excellent, excellent. Um, and then they there's they're still actually calling it Spring Break Four. <laughs> Even though it will be on in October, um, but uh, they're gonna, but they are going to have um, they're they're advertising uh, Alex Shelley of the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, he'll be and he will be taking on uh, Tony Deppen from uh, Ring of Honor. All right, that's gonna be a good match. Oh, yeah. Well, I like I. It's it's not it's nice because uh, I mean you you've you know it's uh, now that uh, Motor City Machine Guns are back, everybody tends to equate uh, Alex Shelley as one half of Motor City Machine Guns, and he was doing a uh, um, big thing with uh, you know. For, uh, as a, as a singles for uh, Ring of Honor there for a while. Um, and then uh, and then another and then another event uh, um, for that for the Friday of that uh, weekend, um, Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F. Um, at this one, they're this one they're announcing free general admission with donation. And so um, the first match they announced, Ace Austin, uh, former X Division champion, will be uh, facing uh, Jordan Oliver from uh, Major League Wrestling. Uh, they're right. they're going to have uh, yeah. Um, there's going to be a death match between Atticus Kogar. And um, Colby Carino, Steve Carino's son. Yeah, I've I've seen uh, I've seen Colby in action. He's uh, another good talent. That's going to be a good match. Worked with worked with his dad um, many years ago, and I mean, his dad's a great talent. I I always when when he was with CW. I felt so bad because oh he was he was putting he was putting over guys that uh he was definitely much better than. Um I was so glad when uh Paul Heyman picked him up for ECW and um you know really went ahead and let and let him shine cuz oh he was he was really really good. Colby's uh Colby's definitely taken up after him. He's had he's had his issues in life, but uh it looks like it looks like he's uh gotten himself back on track, which is always, you know, always a great thing to see and oh, I'm 
I'm, it'd be it'll be nice to see how how he winds up uh, turning out with this. So um, now um, let's see here. Let's uh, let's get into let's get into a little something that's uh, here and. In my area, um, Warrior Wrestling, although there's very few actual uh, Chicago talent that are uh, put in, there's a couple, but um, they're going to have, they're calling it the Stadium Series. This is uh, night one, which will be uh, tomorrow night in uh, Chicago Heights, and and I'll and I'll tell you right now, the lineup for this thing is really good. If one of the matches pulls off, though, it's going to be it's going to be huge just because of uh, one of the people involved. Um, so they've got uh, <clears throat> Alex Shelley, the other half of the Motor City Machine Guns, will be uh, wrestling in a uh, singles match against TJP. Oh man! So, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, this I, yeah, that is that is. Um, there's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of speed, a lot of a lot of quick moves. Um, I think I think that one is gonna be. Uh, you know, I I am. This is one of the times where I am glad that my butt is retired. I don't think I could. I don't think I could keep up in a ring with these two. No way. I think I'd be. I think I would be like. Uh, it's like, okay, guys, I'm gonna be on the floor. When one of you covers the other one, I'll slide in, make a count, and I'll, if you kick out, I'll slide back out again, and I'll just let you all go. <laughs> I mean, and I say, and I say that, and I and I worked, and I worked lucha. <laughs> the joys so, of getting older. Oh my God! Yes, getting older, getting getting beat up. Um. Now, um. Brian Cage, the current FTW World Champion, will be in. He was supposed to uh, face Alex Zane. Zane's injured, so that's going to be postponed. Um, And he's going to and he's going to be facing uh, Benjamin Carter. Ooh. And yeah, yeah. Carter's Carter's definitely that that that's that kid is that kid is real good. I mean, I've been I've been a fan of I've been a fan of Cages for uh for quite a while. Obviously, I mean, I you know obviously go back to uh to uh Lucha Underground days and that um but uh that but uh then but uh Ben Carter um I don't know. I don't know if you uh, if you saw if you saw his match on Dark at all. I did not get to catch it. 
but I know I know the name and watch I, that match. Yeah. Watch watch that watch that match. Um based uh, I think I if I remember right it was Ricky Starks and I was and my immediate thought was okay, they need to sign this kid cuz he's just I mean he's he's that good. He is that good. Um then uh Filthy Tom Lawler will be facing off against the uh latest signee for Major League Wrestling uh Kevin Koo. Ooh. So yeah. That's going to be a good, um, got a good show going on. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and and Lawler, well, Lawler is uh not had the best of luck. The last uh the last two times um Warrior Wrestling was was running um he lost to uh, Minoru Suzuki and Killer Cross, now known as Carrion Cross. So, um, and then uh, and then Koo just uh, won a won a match over at uh, BLP's uh, through um, through being cool. Now, now the now now they got now they got uh, the first women's match is one that I would I would definitely pay to see because these are two definitely great talents. Um, Kimberly, who, of course, uh, oh, has been uh, making her name in uh, Impact Wrestling. And mm-hmm. currently, yep. right now, they've kind of got Deanna uh, Prazo's right hand. Well, she is facing off against Get this, the NWA World Women's Champion and a good friend of ours, Thunder Rosa. Oh, you know, she's been yeah. she's been making her round. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean that the the uh, the match with uh, Hikaru Shida at All Out was. Excellent. Loved that match. And, of course, um, this coming Wednesday on uh, Dynamite, she is actually putting the uh, NWA World Women's title on the line against another uh, longtime friend of friend of mine, um, former uh, Underground uh, Trios champion, Evilly. <laughs> so, it's a match. So uh, you know, uh, this, yeah. So this, this be, yeah. Go ahead. You know, you, you've got great women's talent, and AEW is going to showcase that in that match. Don't sleep on that match. Trust me. Don't get up to go to the oh. bathroom. Don't get up to get a drink, or you know, to go to your fridge for food that that's Have gonna, it all with in my opinion that could be match of the night for AEW don't sleep on that match yeah yeah you know Thunder Rosa I, she's I been have... doing a phenomenal oh sorry go ahead mm. no I can't no go ahead you 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 keep talking here Lee this is this is a good one 
you know, she's been doing a phenomenal job. And, and now recently there was an article that came out that, I, I mean, I say recently came out, it might've even been like a month ago um, that WWE wanted to hire Thunder Rosa, but they wanted to hire her for not to wrestle. She was still going to be some form of on-air personality, but was not going to wrestle. And I was, and to me, that's a shame. Yeah. Because she's been she's been showing her talent all over the place, and it shows because the NWA made her the women's champion. Right, right. No, what they what they wanted to hire her to do was be a referee. No, that's what it was. It's like come on. So I. It's like come on. You got. I mean, it's like it's like you got. You're going. you're going to bring Cobra Moon from Lucha Underground and WOW on board as a referee? Yeah, you, I mean, you can't do yo, that. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, yo, I'm sorry. A- Asia Pereira is one thing. Um, Jessica Carr, a.k.a. Kennedy Brink, that's, that's one thing. But Thunder Rosa... Mel Cervantes? No. No. This woman is not a referee. This woman is a wrestler, and she is a darn good one. Yeah. So, I mean, WWE let Eva Marie wrestle. They could let Thunder Rosa wrestle. Yeah. They could let her wrestle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they have a lot of her products, they'll tell you. No offense to Eva Marie, no, but uh, not exactly yeah. the uh, no, I not exactly the most talented. No, no, you got that <laughs> straight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh man, you know, but you can't. They, oh my god, they, they can't do that. And, and you know, like I said, it, it's going to be. It's going to be a match to really pay attention to. Don't get up during it. And, you know, if you're, you know, if you're going to watch, um, she's been all over and, you know, now we're seeing her in AEW yeah. and, and fans are like, Oh wow. Holy crap. And I'm sitting here like, don't you watch NWA? There's a reason why she's coming out with that title. There's a reason why she has it. And I like the fact that, right. You know, we've seen AEW showcase other talents from other companies, and, and this is just another right. prime example. Um, you know, I do think, and it would be really cool to see if some of these other companies could all, you know, kind of jump together and have like a mega show. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be right. Like, Impact versus AEW versus ROH for you know, right? Have some you know, all come together, you know, maybe once a week on your platforms, you know, AEW send some guys to NWA yeah. to have to have those matches, and then the following week NWA sends their talent over, you know, and then following that Impact sends to there and this and that and you know kind of like a territory thing like they do right. back in the day, you know? There, right, exactly. I think it would be exactly. awesome to see. Well, I'll tell you right now, um, 
once I think I think once they start well in fact actually they've been doing some uh um tapings for uh championship wrestling from Hollywood because um one of because uh one of my friends is uh from the uh tag team uh, 4 minutes of heat and they've and they've been out there a few times recently and i think I, it seems like um Corgan and Tony Khan have a working arrangement going so i think we're i think we are going to see more of this um i mean we've i've i've been talking about the uh very real possibility of uh, Cody Aldis three happening at some point here, and waiting to waiting to see waiting to see how what pulls out here. Uh, okay, so going on, they've got uh, Joey Janela against Jake Parnell, aka Warhorse. So, did you see that Joey yeah. Janela today? Canal's done. No. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh my God. Someone no, I did not. And it was him, and he had his sunglasses on, but he, they had the thing over. They had like this big piece over his mouth with all the, you know, the rubber sheet that they do when they do those things. He was having five done. Right. <gasps> oh That's my absolutely God. Crazy. It is. I could not imagine. I've had one, and I know how bad that is. Oh. Yeah, I have. I've had once. Yeah, he did five. Oh, my five God. Five Wow. Yeah, can't imagine it. Mm. And for, any, for everyone listening Me out either. there, if, you, if, you, if you've never had a root canal, I've had one done. If you've never had a root canal, it's not pleasant. Just having one no. tooth done can take a, a a good hour and a half, two hours, I believe, if I remember it correctly, when I had mine done. Right. Right. So I don't know yeah. how he convinced the dentist. Yeah. I don't know how he convinced the dentist to do all five at once, but me either. He's gonna be he's yeah. gonna be hurting. That's wild. Yeah, he's gonna be hurt. Yeah, either that, either that, or he's either that, or he's got some malicious pain medicine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Well, seriously. <laughs> well, he is seriously. a wrestler, and we know wrestlers when it comes to pain medicine. I'm sure he's got some. Good, I'm yeah. sure they're gonna prescribe him something good. How could mm-hmm. you not? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to with one, let alone five. Oh my God! Um, so uh, then they have a uh, intergender match: the um, Alpha One uh, Zero Gravity Champion uh, Dan the Dad will be facing off against Elena Black. Sure. You don't see much mm. of those intergender matches, and. Um, I don't mind them at all. I, I, you know, if done if done correctly, they can they can be great matches. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, we've seen a lot of. Oh yeah. 
we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of people speak out about intergender matches, whether you like them or you hate them. Uh, right. Personally, I'm personally I'm a fan if they're you know done right, you know, and, and you know they can be made believable. Look right. at Tessa Blanchard; she was the Impact Heavyweight Champion. You know, she beat Sammy right. Callahan. Right. And, you know, so mm-hmm. like I said, you can you can have those matches and and, and do them right, and you know, I I believe Eli it was Eli Drake who spoke out against those matches while he was in impact and then they let him go yes yes that's right it was it was eli drake who who did that um and yeah i think that was yeah if i remember right that was the reason that uh that they did fire him so yeah yeah they let um, him go over it yeah right Absolutely um, crazy. okay then you got uh the rascals okay yeah yeah exactly um, so then you've got the Rascals, uh, and they'll be going in six-man against uh, Myron Reed, Jordan Oliver, and uh, fellow Impact uh, star Chris Bay. Um, Myron Reed is Myron Reed's the MLW middleweight champion. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh, he and he and Jordan Oliver are regular tag partners. And of course, uh, anybody who watches um, Impact, you know about uh, Chris Bay. You know about the Rascals. So yep. you definitely you definitely know what you're what you're getting with the four of them. It'll be it'll be interesting uh, with the with the mix with uh, Reed and Oliver to see how that to see how that one uh, goes out. Now, um, one of the Chicago talents and somebody whom uh, is a friend of mine, we used to uh, work in a promotion here together, Isaiah Velasquez, um, will be taking on Daga. And so, um, and I mean, Daga, oh, we've seen him in Impact, if you've seen him in AAA. You know, you definitely know the quality of talent he is. I will, I will vouch for, I will vouch for Isaiah from here to the moon. the The guy is the guy is definitely good. Um, he, uh, they had they had him uh, go over uh, on Alex Shelley at uh, um, BLP's Eric Stevens presents Pro Wrestling just uh, a matter of a couple of weeks ago. Sounds like the crowd's going to be in for a really good time. They they should be they should be. I mean, uh, Chicago Chicago people know Isaiah, so they already so they already know what they're getting with him. And uh, like I say, anybody who's anybody who's watched Dog on TV knows what kind of um, quality quality they're getting. Now, the main event if this if this actually happens. And if she shows up, that's going to be the thing. <clears throat> Kylie Ray, the current uh, number one contender for the uh, knockouts title, is on, um, and she shows up. 
will she will be facing her first match back since she was fired, Tessa Blanchard. Hmm. I like how you threw in the if she shows up part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at first you were like, well, if she shows I mean, up, Kylie yeah. Ray. I'm like, well, I'm like in my head. I'm like, well, yeah, why, this, why this, would this they? Yeah, this effect here. <laughs> I mean, now she and Dogger just got married, so yo, so you think? Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, controversy uh, put to put to the side. Tessa Blanchard is a very is a very talented performer. I mean, y'all, hey, when when you when you grew up as the daughter of Tessa Blanchard and the stepdaughter of Magnum T.A., um, even though you know he couldn't actually actively work with her, he could definitely he could definitely still teach her a lot of stuff, and that it's so. You know, I mean, that's that's quite the pedigree to come to uh, pull off, and of that. Yeah. So. So that well, uh, hope, that will. Well, I hope she shows up. I I'll, I mean they I mean definitely, um, the fans would uh, fans would uh, be in for a for a real treat on that one. Um, so, so now, uh, moving moving on into the uh, uh, New Japan, uh, they had to they had to uh, uh, come up with uh, new uh, IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions, and so um, a couple of days ago, uh, they had, they had a tournament. Um, the reason that uh, they had to do this, uh, yo, from uh, Rapungi 3K is injured, and and uh, Japan they're actually legitimately strict about that. If you are not able to defend, you lose your you lose your title. Because um, uh, John Moxley lost the uh, IWGP US title for a short period. Because of travel situations with the typhoon at the time, so oh, so they so they had a tournament, um, and <clears throat> so uh, for this one, uh, Suzuki Goon, which was uh, represented by uh, El Desperado and uh, Yoshinobu uh, Kanemaru, defeated uh, Bushi and. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi from uh, Los Ingrenobles uh, de Japón to um, get the belt. This is their second time holding the, holding these titles. They uh, held them previously for uh, 304 days and finally lost them in uh, early part of early part of last year. Now the G1. Now here's another one though. Lee, the G1 climax. They just um, today, they, today they announced the uh, um, participants and uh, and their and their uh, two blocks. And this is get this is interesting. The lineup 
especially in uh, well, both blocks have uh, have some surprises in here. So, um, and the G one, of course, is an excellent tournament. Uh, been watching that one for the last couple of years myself. Really enjoy that. Um, block A is uh, Kota Ibushi, uh, Kazukichi Okada, Tomohiro Ichi, uh, Shiko Takaki, um, Yujiro Takahashi, Tachi, Minoru Suzuki, and get this, okay, first first surpriser, Jeff Cobb. Because again, okay. the travel the travel it's like it's like okay, how are they getting these guys over there? Al, but yeah, go go ahead. I you start you started to kind of chuckle a little bit when I mentioned Jeff's name. Oh, dude, Jeff Cobb is amazing. Simply amazing. There's no yeah. other way to put it. Just amazing. Mhm. Yep, for sure, for sure. Um, then uh, also in Block A, Will Ospreay. So another great he talent. He has apparently, yes, yes, he's apparently healed up, which is good. And the third one, the leader, maybe of the Bullet Club, the Switchblade himself, Jay White. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Yes. That's, I mean, I mean, I was surprised a couple of weeks ago when I saw that uh, he was on uh, the uh, NJPW uh, American show. It's like, how do you, how do you manage to get over here from New Zealand because uh, I mean most every most every country has banned travel to the US. And so he's been in the US. Now he's heading back over to Japan, which I'm wa- I'm waiting to see how this all plays out because I'm wondering if they're gonna um have him eventually square off with uh evil and uh Dick Togo for control of the bullet club. Now, um, in fact, in fact, there there's some potential matches here because uh, here's the here's the B block list. Uh, get ready for this: Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, Toru Yano, Yoshihashi, Sonata. And I love that. I love that dude's look. Seriously, he looks like he comes out of comes out of one of those Final Fantasy video games. Um, but he's also a great talent. Um, the now reigning again IWGP Heavyweight and IWGP Intercontinental Champion Tetsuya Naito, um, the man who he lost that title too and beats back for it evil which here you go you could possibly have a Jay White evil match in this tournament at, at some point oh uh, 
Now, the uh, potential stories are uh, definitely right themselves in there. Um, and then rounding out that field, Zach Sabre Jr., who, again, somehow they they got him uh, back over there from New Zealand. Juice Robinson, who I know he actually lives in Japan. And then Kenta, K.A. Kenta Kobayashi. So... I guess I think that's going to be some really really awesome stuff there. I'm looking. You got to. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you're going to have a whole yeah. lot of uh, different styles in one match. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm. I am definitely. I am definitely looking looking forward to that one. Um. So. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, of course, uh, last night we uh, we talked about um, Vince and his whole thing with uh, third-party social media, which, um, <clears throat> which of course the Dark Order played off of at, on uh, being the elite. That uh, that came out after All Out, where where Mr. Brody slapped the phone away from Evil Luno's hands and started cussing him out about uh, being on Twitch and telling him you're you're making my company look bad <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> um, I thought it, I thought it was hilarious. There's people that think that. Uh, AEW does too many knocks against WWE. Well, hey, WWE has had many, many years with no competition. So when the time came, they're gonna get they're gonna get shot at. That's just it. You have to expect it. And then, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so after the so uh, the uh, media scrum that. Uh, Tony Khan has after after all the after all the shows, um, <clears throat> he was asked about Kip Sabian, where he promoted his Twitch channel, and was asked about uh, AEW's stance on uh, talents using third party platforms. Well, he said that there's different answers for different platforms, and that a talent seeking out a sponsorship and using a Third-party platform is a little different, but he supports people going out on Twitch and YouTube, for example, and monetizing those platforms. And talked about uh, um, BTE, which is uh, not on the AEW channel, but they still support it. And he said he's not he's not going to stop Kip Sabian, which means he's definitely not going to stop people. You know. So there again he says it's different for each platform and and how you address it. He says he doesn't think he would tell anyone in the company what they can't do outside of the company. And so I think that's I think that's uh you know to me especially uh from what we from what we talked about uh 
last night with uh, with Vince and that. I think that, I mean, you tell me how you feel, but I think that's a very refreshing outlook. Yeah. Um, when you go back to, you know, with Vince and him saying that, you know, kind of, I took it, like I said, we talked about it last night. I kind of took it as backpedaling, you know, that he backpedaled mm-hmm. and said, well, not, you know, you can have it, but you just can't use your WWE name. Now we've already seen Kofi Kingston take out the, uh, on cameo. Um, he just has himself down as Kofi and uh, took out his headliner as, you know, being a former WWF champion and tag team champion, all that. And just simply wrote, you know who I am, you know what I do, book me, basically, you know, type deal. Um, I think that no matter what, you know, and there's a reason why, like, we've seen on Twitter, uh, wrestlers put their real names up top, and then their Twitter handle is the actual aspect of their WWE, you know, right. their pro wrestling career, you know, like when, when, when Zack Ryder was in um, WWE, he, you know, he was one who put his name as Matt Cardona. We've seen Alexa Bliss do it as, as right. you know, Lexi Kaufman and stuff like that. I think that right. companies need to also realize that, you know, it's like, in a sense of a way they need to, you know, kind of realize the same thing with, you know, as, as actors, you know, we don't look at an actor and just say, you know, like, like uh, Adam Sandler and just say, Oh, that's, you know, he's so-and-so and that's all we know him for. Right. And we call him by that or know him exactly. by that. You know, these, you know, yes. Are they pro wrestlers? Yes. Are they in the entertainment business? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are they athletes? Yes. Right. Are they actors? Yeah, you know, they are acting under a different name, different persona, not being, you know, when right. he was, you know, she, you know, in WWE, she's Alexa Bliss. Outside of that, she's Lexi Kaufman. But in reality, on TV, we only see her as Alexa Bliss. We, you know, the only yep. way we see Lexi Kaufman is if she's on an episode of Up, Up, Down, Down. Or, um, you know, now she's starting her own podcast, I saw. Um, okay. That she, tweet, that, that she tweeted about. So, you know, now that's where you'll see her real life, you mm-hmm. know, come out and things like that. And I think, I think we as fans and we, you know, as, you know, the, the wrestling world just needs to realize that who they are in the ring isn't who they are outside of it. You know, every you know, they're, they're, yep. They're playing, they're playing a character for all intents and purposes, a, a character or a persona, however you want to word it. We just need to realize that they're also somebody else, you know, like me yeah. and myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't approach say like a Hulk Hogan or Chris Jericho while they're at a restaurant. I wouldn't bug them at a mall. I wouldn't bug them at an airport because they're not Hulk Hogan at that point. They're not Chris Jericho at that point, but that's how we, I mean, it's his real name, right. but I mean that, you know, they, you know, that's how we know them outside yeah, of that. Exactly. They have, they have other things they do. 
So to sit there and be, you know, like, you know, with Vince saying, well, you have to close all this stuff. Right. And that they're third-party things, no. Like, they don't have to. And I don't think that they that something like this ever yep. should have happened. You know, so when um, when exactly. you were saying what he exactly. said, you know, I think it's a great thing. You know, I think it's better for them to have these third-party sites, even though someone calculated and, you know, came to realize that they're actually making, like, $45,000 a month, which turns out to be over $550,000 a year that she's making off of Twitch. She's making over half a million now, plus her contract with WWE. Let's say for all intents and purposes, it's also a half million. Now she's making a million dollars as opposed to half a million, you know, and now we're seeing. Right. Uh, and Miro. that doesn't Miro's even, that doesn't even count her. Right. And that doesn't even count her uh, actual uh, store in, uh, in LA in that shopping mall, the Saria store. Oh, yeah, that's not, yeah, you know. Oh. So, you know, as, you know, just like other professional athletes in other organizations like the NFL, NBA, MLB, do they have to go and report to their teams or the league that they are doing commercials, that they have other contracts and sponsorships and this and that? Do they have to do that? Because now I find it weird that no. all of a sudden WWE now they have to, you know, because right. aren't these right. aren't these other athletes technically independent contractors because they sign contracts to play in these other sports too, and they're not told yep. no the cameo or that they can't be on Twitch or that they can't have YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. You know the only. Right. Yeah. And literally the only reason why we're no. seeing it and with the – oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so, you know, the only reason why we're seeing it with WWE was solely because that they were using their WWE names, which for most of them, as we know, Vince owns the name. So when, you know, the word got out right. that their their name, the the WWE name is being used – well, he didn't like that, but then all of a sudden there was a huge outcry, whether it was, you know, from other wrestlers, from fans, from those under contract with WWE themselves, to later he kind of backpedaled and said, you can have it, but you can't use the name that you have a contract with me under. So now they all have to switch. Their right. Stuff. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, he tried the uh, I own your real name, too, but uh, that kind of went uh, went south real quick. And that, you know, and, you know, when you when you talk about the fact that, yeah, these people are, you know, you know, not that not the not their character 24 seven and that, uh, you know, two words come to mind, Sonia DeVille. Now, and I just, I just keep, I just keep harking back to that and what that poor woman is going through or has gone through. Just, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, for all the years that I've been in this, uh, you know, I enjoy fans. But 
at some point the fans get to where they're no longer no longer fans and they're they become an issue and I don't and I don't like that. You know. And shouldn't have to shouldn't have to think that way, but sometimes unfortunately you, you do. Yeah. So. And and that's why I said that um like me myself, uh I wouldn't bug them at an airport. I wouldn't bug them at a hotel room. I wouldn't bug them at uh, right. dinner type deal because at that point they're not who I know them as on TV. And, you know, right. a, I know there's a lot of fans out there that do it, you know, to get the photo or to get the autograph and, and stuff like that. But then there's also people out there and I, I've seen videos of it where, you know, there's a crowd surrounding, you know, Chris Jericho's vehicle and he can't even get into the the vehicle and he's got to like, yeah, you know, slander, you know, he's got to push people away and and this and that, or, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I've seen where Paige at like a, a hotel goes to sign like six autographs and, and she goes, Oh, are these all for, you know, friends of yours or something. And he literally goes, no, I'm putting them on eBay. And she just stopped signing and didn't sign for anyone else after that. So, you know, like I, I understand, I understand both sides, but I also know, right you have to give them personal space and, and, and the whole thing with right. Sonia Deville, that kid, uh, if oh my you, God. You, you know, you went to his Twitter account. It was everything. Oh Sonya my God. Deville. He like, he didn't oh. tweet about anything oh. else. Yeah. And, and the stuff yeah. that he was, tweeting, I mean, I think that like in his own head, he thought that he was in a relationship with her the way he was tweeting at her and stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, it's like if you, you know, when you watch an episode of law and order and you got, and you've got the crazed obsessed killer and there's always one wall of their, of their CD apartment that has nothing but pictures of their of their victim and that I'm I'm just mm-hmm. I, I Twitter was that CD apartment wall and yeah. it was all and it was all pictures of her all tweets from her it's like oh, it's like oh my god you know I was I mean I mean when I, I mean when I when I went to his Twitter the day the the day after it happened and i'm looking at this i'm like i'm like oh my god this this is one sick sob seriously yeah yeah and for real i, I just was, you know i was i was blown away to be honest with you like i sat there and i looked at it and i i just said holy that's taken it to a whole new level yeah. in my eyes. The fact that like he sat out there, yeah, and that you know, he waited. Literally, he like he he waited for her to go to sleep, and then 
knew enough where to hide, where how to break in, this and that. And, and the way it sounds, it sounds yep. like he got pretty far into the house. Like he almost made it to her bedroom. He, and, and got and God he forbid did. he would have. Cause he, you know the the for starters, the kid overstepped yeah. his boundaries just with Twitter alone. You know, and then at the end, like right. you know, when he wrote the things that he wrote, and then like there was even. Oh. He was even tweeting at somebody. There was the only other tweets I saw where he tweeted at somebody else was like a psychologist or some sort of doctor or something along those lines. Right. When he was like, right. I've got a question for you. Please follow me back so I can ask you, this could change my life. Yep. Who knows what the question yep. was? It, it was yep. the question, should exactly. I go to her house? You know, uh, you know, should I do this? Yeah. Or should I do that? You know, I. It sounds like there's a lot of psychological issues wrong with this person, and I. Yeah. For you know, for for his sake, I hope you know. He's going to jail. We all. Yeah. But I hope right, that right. like while in jail. They have him seeing a psychologist, yeah. or he's. He's in an isolated right. wing because he is he's not mentally well. Let's be honest. Right, right, exactly. Well, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he's uh, not going to actually get uh, sentenced to a uh, to a psych ward rather than to rather than to prison because of, because of you know everything that he, everything that he, that uh, he shows. I mean, I'm not I'm not a psychologist. I took um, I took educational psychology when I was in when I was in college for uh, for my teaching certificate and that um, to but to you know look at the obsessions that he had with her or has with her. I mean, we might as well call it present tense because obviously that's why the, that's why the man is in jail right now. Oh, yeah. It's a it's it's a case of you know something something has got to give to get get him the help that he desperately needs. Yeah, uh, one hundred percent. And like I said, you know, it's clear as day he's going to be going. You know, in my, I mean. I would assume that with all the charges he got, he would try to plead insanity. But, you know, mm-hmm. that insanity plea means you're going to a psych ward for a long time then, as opposed to jail. Right. Which, I mean, I feel like in, in this situation, a psych ward is probably better for him than jail would be. But... Yeah, he had intention to harm, which is where I feel like you know he's they're gonna like just throw him in jail as as a result type deal. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I mean, you know, we're gonna have to wait to find out what the courts will do. I don't even know uh, if down there that you know courts are open or anything like that, where you know they can have these hearings or. You know how they're going to go about doing that. Well, they that. they did have they did have a preliminary because because um, I actually I actually watched that um, 
one of the local channels in that in that area had the had the feed from the from the uh, first hearing, and Sonia and Mandy were there both uh, both testifying on that one. Um, he was, was it all I in guess, court you know, stuff or in a in a close. They yeah they were yeah they were they were in the courtroom. Um, he was on uh, I guess he was he was on remote from the prison. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that, so, well, tell you right. what, let's let's light let's line up before we before we before we finish here, and that, um, and we'll go to your site, the Sports Kita. Um, there there is a there is an article in there on uh, um, Alexa Bliss's uh, new 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 pod, new um, podcast. Oh, the title though, I don't know. Um, it's being called "Uncool with Alexa Bliss." Oh, <laughs> so maybe. Hmm. Especially on the verge of all this happening, um, I guess it'll be well, interesting to see um, if she's well, doing the, it through Right. Well, the vi- well, the video is is uh, is uh, shown here um, with the WWE logo at the top. The YouTube video. So it might be a WWE. You know, she might be doing it through WWE then, kind of like how right. um, Corey Graves had his and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Um, boy, she definitely, she definitely, uh, got a very, uh, unique setting here. Um, I see a, uh, troll, a Hot Wheels car and a Furby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know she's big on Disney, but so, I mean... oh, she's, she's a, she's a fanatical Disney person. Um, She's she's a she's a Disney World whenever she gets a chance. Yeah, just just like uh, Matt Cardona so, is too. But and no, so um, and so is uh, so are Kevin Owens and his family. Yeah, they're huge Disney hey. people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, but uh, but uh, but uh, finish up. But we'll finish up. Um, this is also available on sportskeeda.com folks. Um, they have, they have an article that, uh, they, that they posted up today, um, called six superstars who had a crush on another WWE employee. <laughs> and uh. This is, this is some, this is some interesting stuff. Um, I mean, Paige had Paige had Paige had a crush on Steve Austin. Ruby Riot had crushes on Steve Austin and Razor Ramon. Well, that's two different extremes. Now I'm not gonna. Now we're not gonna. We're not gonna give everything away. Um. 
But uh, there's there's an interesting one about uh, about uh, Roderick Strong and uh, and a few and a few others. We'll just uh, we'll just leave it at that. If you if you want to if you want to find out more, you got to check out sportskeeda.com. So <laughs> yeah, go read it, fans, because it's uh, it's quite interesting to see who likes who liked who. When uh, they were teenagers growing up, or uh, coming up in the business type deal, who they who yeah. they crushed on? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's yeah, it's it's some fun it's some fun stuff. So, all right. Well, um, for uh, regular BTR listeners, uh, we'll be back uh, Thursday with. Um, with uh, TNT on BTR, I will be back here next Friday night. Uh, Lee, of course, uh, you know um, you want you if if, uh, if you want to be my co-host for it, uh, you're definitely more than welcome. This has been fun as it always is with you. Um, Lee also has his uh, own podcast perched on the top rope. Make sure you check that out. That's uh, also a real good one. Um, sportskeeda.com and definitely uh, definitely uh, check all that stuff out. So, uh, Lee, thank you so much for uh, being with me in the den tonight. Uh, really, really appreciate it, my friend. Hey, no, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I think I'll take you up on that offer. I'll see you next Friday. All right. There you go, folks. Another hour of live from the Dean's Den next Friday. So, uh, Thank you all very much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den comes to you every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio on Evolution Radio Network. Replays can be found on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.